Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, possums, to the audio and the live stream if you happen to be on YouTube. We got both. Uh, If you're listening to audio, you won't be able to see Billy's face when he talks about his new favorite team, which he's about to discuss very shortly. Uh, But no, we are in week eight. Weird to say that we're halfway through the fantasy season. Um, I'm hoping your teams are looking good. I got a couple two and fives out there, uh, teams that I had a little bit more hope on. And I got some fours and five win teams that I wasn't expecting much from. So fantasy football is a weird, fickle friend. Uh, but here we are playing it and getting aggravated each Sunday and Monday and Thursday uh, just for all the stupid plays that we thought we were, were geniuses about playing. So, Billy, let's without further ado, just go ahead and get into whatever whatever cool rant you wanted to get into. It It's not really a rant, but it's I just want to welcome everyone to the fuck the Falcoholics bandwagon. Arthur Smith decides that. Bijan Robinson is too ill to play. So that means he was on the injury report, right? Because you have to, you're mandated you to, to report injuries, including sickness prior to the game. So that, you know, everyone, including the opponent knows exactly what everybody's situation is on the team. No, Arthur Smith didn't, didn't do anything like that. And, I don't understand how this guy can continue to do this. Like I I hate him in this position so much. He has ruined Kyle Pitts. Everyone thinks Kyle Pitts sucks now. And I hope now eventually now, now that we have Bijan Robinson as evidence, hopefully everyone's finally woken up to the fact that he's ruined Kyle Pitts. He's ruined Drake London. He's ruined Bijan Robinson. How many players are we going to let this guy ruin before we eventually find out? I don't even care that they're winning games. They're not winning games the way they should be. They should be like the Chiefs, but they're instead they're like, I don't even know, a, the, a muted version of that. And with Desmond Ritter, they're not going anywhere. They're definitely not win, winning a Super Bowl. And Arthur Smith just doesn't even care, which is just the best part. And I really hope he is arrested. I know the NFL doesn't have that uh, authority, but they just need to arrest him. He needs to be leaving Sunday's game this Sunday in cuffs for what he able to, was done, what he did last Sunday. It was fr- that frustrating. Um, so I don't think he's going to get arrested, which would be cool. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that he's going to get fined because um, there is, a, like you said, you have to put them on the injury report if they are injured, quote unquote. Um, and it's actually really funny. The first thing on sleepers, Bijan Robin avoids injury report. No shit. Cause he wasn't injured. I don't even know if he was sick. I don't know what happened. There. I don't know. They said he practiced in full with a headache today. It sounds, just... it sounds like some Pete Rose shit. I feel like somebody needs to investigate 
Arthur Smith and his friends and family and anyone near him, if they had like unders on Bijan and won a bunch of money, came into any kind of weird DraftKings bet or what happened, but had to have like an over on or an under on Bijan and over on Algier. Like, I, I, it felt weird to me. Like the fact that or he, he was playing play. against him in fantasy, like something like that. That was, there's gotta be some reason. And would that be the same thing as Pete Rose? I mean, maybe not quite the same, but you know, hypothetically well, in the same vein. All right. So here's the thing. If they're not going to arrest him, if he's not going to have to get bailed out of an Atlanta jail, take red, take their first round draft pick away. Do that. So he didn't have to ruin some young man's life. Just Honestly. do that. That would help too. I like one of those two things has to happen because Atlanta cannot keep getting. No, it's not even Atlanta. Arthur Smith cannot keep getting away with this. I can't watch it happen again and again, Josh. It's happened three times now where he takes a player that we're all happy about and is mad talented and just completely throws them to the side and not, it does not use them properly. It's just so frustrating. I love that we, you said just take away their first round pick because honestly, that's, they're just taking away really great talent in the NFL and letting them. Yeah, they're going to be like the 15th pick. They're going to take one of whoever my favorite player, one of my favorite players from next season. I don't know who it's going to be yet. A Brock Bowers or something like take him. And then they're not even going to use him. And it's going to be like, well, and what the f- Ritter wins the starting battle in the off season. Oh man, we can already see the headlines. It's perfect. Well, it's all fun and games until they have to start paying these guys, Josh. That's the thing. It's all fun and games until the owner's like, Oh, you want me to give Kyle Pitts a max contract? Why you haven't, we not really even, done <laughs> he's anything. only gotten four targets each game. Why would we give him a exactly. max contract? Why would we need to pay him? He could just, and then he'll go to a team where they actually do use him properly and he will light the world on fire. And and we're just going to look back like, wow, okay, your coach wasted you for four years. Yeah, long haul, like uh, just talking dynasty, like should you go acquire these guys if you're a losing team? I would, but I, then again, I've been saying that because I just can't imagine Arthur Smith having a job the next season, and then he comes back again and, and does it all over again, and well, here we are four yeah, years I in. mean, Kyle Pitts at the very least because he would be the closest to having to sign a contract in the next couple of years. Um, if you If you can yeah. withstand him on your team, that's the problem. All he needs is a quarterback. Ah, I hate this team. Okay, right. let's get on. Let's get on to the game previews. We will come back to that. Believe me, because they are in a game this weekend that is even more fucking frustrating. Um, but we'll start with Thursday night football game. That is the Bucks versus the Bills. It is the Baker Mayfield versus Josh Allen extravaganza. They were both drafted the same year. Josh, were they really? Um, wow, they were. That's yeah, the- 27, 2017, Baker number one, Josh Allen number seven. Some say that Bills may have made the better pick that year, but the Browns suck. So who knows if they made the right pick? I don't know, honestly, though. Josh Allen doesn't have a ring. Sorry, Bills fans. That is a good point. Anywho, so going with the Bills, James Cook's finally good to start. Josh Allen's obviously a start. Uh, Kincaid's a start. Knox is going to be out. Although I will mention – Quentin Morris is the run blocking back for the Bills, and I think that his snap percentage will cut into some of those Kincaid uh, snaps that people think, well, he's going to get 100%. I don't know. Quentin Morris is is the guy that's going to foil those plans, I feel like. And I then think Diggs Kincaid, is a start, too. Uh, well, duh, no shit, Diggs is a start. But, no, I think Kincaid's not a start this week. I think next week when the bye weeks start hitting again and you're in a little bit more desperation mode, hopefully you got him ahead of time. Here's the thing. Tight ends feast on the Buccaneers. We just saw it last week with Pitts and Johnny Smith. So if you were going to get a game where maybe they could feast, 
Devin White is the guy you got to go after. Yeah, fair enough. Him. We did just talk about that. Um, okay, well, fair enough. Sorry about that. No, it's just that that is what you would do. Oh, yeah, and on the other side of the ball, Baker Mayfield coming in a little bit questionable. Um, not really sure exactly how this is going to look. Uh, knee injury. Uh, Baker can already barely run, so going to be a little bit interesting. Um, and Rashad White actually looked pretty decent last week um, because of pass catching, uh, fantasy wise, not actually rushing wise. Two point six yards per carry is not great. Um, and then Mike Evans, I also heard, was on the trade block, so that's pretty interesting. But for the time being, you got to play him. He's the only one that Baker seems to throw too regularly. That isn't a third stringer. Um, and then, of course, Godwin as well has a, a neck injury, which is super weird. Um, I believe he followed it with a limited practice these last two days. But neck injury always scares me a little bit. But actually, Godwin's been pretty solid in PPR. Um, not getting the touchdowns, obviously, just yet. But the targets have been there. So um, you're definitely starting him. Um, and then tight end-wise, Kate Otten, I, I personally am not about this. But if you're in it, you shouldn't be desperate for tight end. Everyone's playing this week. But I do understand how the tight end market goes. And if you're looking for that, but at, at the time being, it's been 310, 210, 29. So you're probably in for a two. So uh, probably don't do that. For sure. And then um, Chase Edmonds activated off. Oh. Um, I don't know what that means because it seems like it's the Rashad White show, but Keyshawn Vaughn was eating into those snaps. <clears throat> Maybe Chase, Chase Edmonds comes in and has a big role because it appears that they you know don't know what to do with the running backs quite yet. Well, Chase Edmonds looked pretty decent on a couple plays in the first game. I know it was light, two cat, two carries a game, but I mean, he actually looked pretty decent while he was touching the ball. So, just something to think about. But I'm I'm not, yeah. not starting him yet. I mean, Rashad White, no. time being, if you want to sit him, it's Thursday night. It's he's been kind of weird. I don't. know. The Bills do have a beatable defense, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I just think I'm just thinking just straight strictly pass catching. But then again, Chase Edmonds is back, and I don't know how well how fast they work him into that pass catching opportunity. So, for sure, um, whew, I think the Bills win, but man, they have not looked good these last two weeks. Yeah, I think they got to win this game, but honestly, it's it's very losable game for the Bills again. So I'll, I'll go Bills just for you know. I would not bet on the Bills. Let's put it this way. <laughs> if I had money, it would, no. would kind of sketch me out a little bit. Oh, what was it that Sean McDermott said uh, at the press conference? Did you see that? Mm -mm. Said something about, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we've struggled or whatever. But, you know, the Bucks have lost two straight and three of the last four. And it was just like deflecting. Like, wow. Yeah, like, no kidding. You guys just got your asses kicked a couple times by teams that shouldn't be beating you. But we'll, we'll talk about that. That's fine. Yeah, this is this is definitely the battle of uh, getting off the the slide because one of these two teams is about to be on a three game losing streak. You don't want to be that team, especially at this point in the season, halfway through. No. Um, all right, on to the Pats versus the Dolphins. Um, I'll take the Patriots. Mac Jones actually looked really good last week. Weirdly, um, against the Bills of all people. Weird. Uh, I was kind of really impressed with what the Patriots looked like offensively. I don't know where they dug that out of because they have looked the opposite of that every game this season so far. But if that is the same team that they put into this game now, I'm going to be very excited for fantasy. So Mac Jones, actually a tentative start against the Dolphins. It is a division game. Uh, Ramondre actually looked really decent. Zeke Looked okay, but I will say that he seems more like a goal line back that just kind of steals Ramondre Stevenson stuff. 
And then what, there's actually wide receivers to play on this team. They use Kendrick Bourne correctly, which we've only been waiting for for seven weeks now. Thank you, Patriots. I, I know why you wanted him on the team uh, because he could do that. Uh, Demario Douglas also looked really good. Um, I'm kind of waiting for him to get more and more involved. And then obviously uh, Hunter Henry, if you're in a pinch for a tight end, but with no bye weeks, you really shouldn't need him. Yeah, I'm hoping once again, that's not where you're at. I, hope um, not I actually, I have this feeling Stevenson's going to be good this this week. I think I think this is the start of his. I know that uh, Zeke's been getting enough uh, to kind of cut into his workload, uh, but Stevenson's starting to look more and more better, uh, at least just in the passing game, fantasy wise. Yep. Um, Which is what they should have been doing the whole time, Josh. Andre Stevenson did this same thing last year, where he was really good in the receiving game. They haven't really done anything with it, but this game against the Bills. It was like they had been doing that the whole season. Didn't make any sense. I would be fine with what he's getting uh, the last two games. 10 carries, 50 yards, a touchdown, maybe uh, five catches for another 50 yards, 30 yards. I mean, that's that's 15 points in, in PPR. I mean, yeah, I don't know why he's not getting it. But uh, on to the Dolphins, uh, everyone's injured. Um, so keep an <laughs> eye on that, that backup. Uh, Waddle did not look like he was going to play again. Somehow is practicing right now. Uh, Terry Kill was held out of practice and was actually asked about if Hill's going to play. And he said, that's above my pay grade. I don't know how Waddle's playing. That back injury looks super bad. He was walking off the field. He Definitely. came back in the game, in that game, yep. and it was like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, and it didn't work. So I don't I don't think he even did anything after that. So I don't know why don't he came so. back. That was really – back injuries are not something to play with. Literally something to play not with. Not at all. Uh, but anyway, uh, he did come back, and at the moment he's looking to be – uh, trending in the right direction. Um, I will say that New England's actually really good against the pass game. Uh, Tua, uh, probably not the player, especially if one of Hill or Waddle or both are out, which I doubt that would happen. Um, but haven't let up a 300-yard passing game just yet, but obviously it's Tyreek Hill and Waddle. So understand if you need, need or want to play Tua and think that that you know division game, for some reason the Patriots play the Dolphins uh, pretty well. So um, yeah, just not a big fan of them. Obviously Hill and Waddle are in your lineups if they're playing, but just temper expectations here because you don't know exactly what's going to happen. And then Mostert uh, also picked up a questionable tag. Um, should be good to go. Um, I think he's getting some ankle injuries are really scary too, though. So missed Wednesday's practice with an ankle injury. Maybe not. I don't know. If he's out though, Jeff Wilson starts 100% of the time. Salvin Ahmed, mm. you can get out of here. I don't think that's the play. Jeff Wilson kind of weaseled his way back onto the field at this point. I think he should be playable if Mostert's out. Uh, but Patriots are pretty uh, lax against the run game, so that's how they win this game. So, And then Durham Smythe True. shouldn't exist as a tight end. They don't use him. <laughs> I guess he could have value if Hill or Waddle are out, but I don't think he had a single target uh, in the Eagles game. Pot possible Mike Gesicki revenge game? Sure, if they throw him, the he ball. caught one ball. He caught like one ball for a touchdown last week. He's the one that like caught the game-winning touchdown. But like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't do anything with the tight end in Miami. You get rid of Gasecki, don't want to pay him, whatever. But like, you don't have one, and you're not using one. No. I, I feel like it's a valuable. They don't. They don't need one. <laughs> they don't need one. Eh, well, last week they could have had one. That's true. Um. All right, we have oh um Dolphins win. I don't think the Pats win again. Um, yeah, I would imagine Dolphins get back on track, but I honestly watched that injury report because if Mostert and Hill or Mostert and someone are out or one or even more of them are out, it could be a bad game. It's true. All right. Josh on YouTube, the rare hey, double Josh. 
Uh, would you trade Aaron Jones and Derek Carr for Jameer Gibbs? Guy I'm trading with has Josh Dobbs and AR, so he's panting. 20-man PPR. Uh, care on Carr on the bench. Uh, my roster is Russ, JT, Aaron Jones. I don't need to hear the rest sure. of this. Yes, you should do that. I would definitely do that, too. I think this is definitely a good time to uh, to do that trade. Uh, the only issue with it is, is if Aaron Jones ever does come back, he could be really good, but that hamstring injury is keeping him out. And Gibbs just finally saw nine catches, uh, 10 plus targets. I just, I mean, that's where you're, that's what you want for a guy like this. Um, and even when this is just really surfacing what would happen when Montgomery comes back is hopefully this, this past game continues. Yeah. Well, not, and not only that Aaron Jones has not looked good or not, not Aaron Jones. Jordan Love has not looked good this season as quarterback, and that's kind of where Aaron Jones was eaten when Aaron Rodgers would throw him balls out of the backfield. But with Jordan Love, I feel like it's kind of a coin flip what's going to happen this season. I will say this, but I didn't. I won't have another backup QB if I did this. Uh, that's actually really rough if it's a 20-team league. Or is it 20-man PR PPR? It's 20-team 20, 20 league, yeah, right? I mean, like, can you pick up? Jacoby Brissett or something like someone who might be coming in to fill in um, wins Russ's buy. Here's the thing. Carr sucks anyway. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, to be fair, I don't even think Carr is going to be like, if I was, if I was you, I would trade for Taysom Hill or something like that. Cause yeah, you could get Carr's probably just not, as many points with Taysom Hill as quarterback. Carr's not is very good anyway. So there's literally no QBs on waivers. Yeah, I can imagine that in a 20-team PPR. Well, I would say cross that bridge when you get to it because I car is not, not the answer anyway. Yeah, you're never going to start car over Russ unless there's an injury. And at that point, you <clears> figure <throat> it out then. But yeah, no, Gibbs putting up 20 points and Carr and Jones not giving you a single point. Yeah. I'd probably make the trade. Do it. Do it, Josh. All right. On to the battle for New York, the Jets versus the Giants. Um, I will take the Giants because they have been frustrating. Uh, so two weeks ago, the Giants had Tyrod Taylor take over, uh, peppered Wandale Robinson and Darius Slayton with targets, had really good receiving days. Um, and so you were like, okay, well, this offense actually is really competent. This is something that we could use going forward. And then last week happened. Oh, they didn't do any of that. They peppered Jalen Hyatt with targets, which he only caught two of them, and barely used Wandale or Darius Slayton. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that Brian Dable has no plan for how this is supposed to work. He's just like Saquon save us, and then he just pushes them out there, and you all figure it out. Because I don't think there's anybody to start on this team other than Barkley. I really thought Darius Slayton was good. Like, this was the turnaround for that offense with Tyrod Taylor, and no. It was. Well, Jalen Hyatt saw a league high or a season high targets or career high, I guess I would say. Um, sure. Yeah, but only. if you didn't catch him, like. It's fair enough. I'm just saying five five targets. Maybe they're on the right track here. I was actually thinking about picking him up in a couple of redraft leagues just as a bench flyer. I'm not saying start him, but I'm saying like, you like to hope that it's on the way. So uh, Jets aren't any better. Uh, it's literally Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson and pretty much no one else um, riding high off uh, beating the Eagles. Um, Garrett Wilson looked phenomenal, had entirely too many catches against the Eagles secondary, 12 targets. Uh, and Brees Hall, once again, broke off a big one, uh, even though he probably shouldn't have. I don't know, really. Um, but yeah, I know the, the work in the past game for Brees is keeping him afloat as well. Um, coming off that 177 yard game in Denver. Um, I'm assuming that they worked on stuff in the in the 
on the offseason or on the bye, and you're just going to see Brees and Garrett Wilson, and you got to start them. It's sad. It's the Jets. You don't know what's going to happen. At least this is a good matchup. Uh, Tyler Conklin's the only other person I would actually think about starting on this team. Uh, been pretty serviceable, but I feel like with no no buys, once again, tight end-wise, if you have to start Tyler Conklin, I don't think it's the worst-case scenario. Uh, but Alan Lazard, nothing against the Eagles, uh, and then Randall Cobb and whatever else is behind him. Just, nah. For sure. Um, Giants win? I don't care. So I'm going to just pick the Giants. Split it. Oh, geez. That's, it's that, the battle I mean, of the... The running backs, I guess, you know, man in the team. Yeah, it really is. All right. New question on YouTube from Dre. Got Bijan and Jacobs. Wide receivers are Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown, and Puka. What do I do? Dropped 150 and I lost. Or and lost. Dropped 150 and need lost. Running backs, need running backs desperately. Um, I mean, A.J. Brown's the most important piece on your team right now. Um. Bijan's kind of frustrating, and I think he's going to be more frustrating. And Jacobs is not what he used to be. I feel like you got to flip AJ and try to get a really no, good running back. No, no, try to flip Puka. That would be my that would be my game. You don't flip AJ. Puka is. I mean, you're still you're going to have to try to convince somebody that Puka is going to be the wide receiver the real deal, man. for the entire. He had more points. He had no. fifty <laughs> yards over Cups thirty last week. I mean. I don't know. I, you don't think you could get more in a better running back for AJ Brown than you could for Puka? I just think AJ Brown's like the top two person in fantasy football right now that isn't a quarterback or Kelsey, which he has. Mahomes and Kelsey. Well, that's fair. No one in my league leagues in Puka. Well, there yeah, lies the problem. That's the toughest thing, man, because when you try to trade Puka, people are going to be like, oh, well, I'll give you Joe Mixon. And it's like, well, okay, those aren't even at all zero percent so i need to get some i think I feel the, like, I, well, dangle aj out there dangle aj out there and see who's willing to bite on yeah. potentially a good running back because well, i think you can snag somebody good for him honestly if i'm being completely honest i think you hold i think you do nothing i think you win i think you win this league with this lineup if Bijan and jacobs has been fine in ppr it, obviously last week the, the dud of four didn't help anything um Bijan's 0.3 or whatever that's just that's not your that's nobody's fault uh so I feel like Bijan and Jacobs will be fine in the long run you like to think that Jacobs will get a little bit uh more going whenever he's in the cold winter months I know they're in Vegas but it still gets cold there um but I honestly think this team is a, a championship team right there I don't, I don't I personally just wouldn't make a move if I were you I understand it sucks losing I, I think that might be the right call but I would still see what people you know what they're will what they would be willing to give up for AJ Brown because you might be able to get a really good package. If this is PPR, the the lowest I'm going for AJ is like Eckler, just because of his struggles at the moment. For sure. Oh heck, I would actually be like Eckler and I would do Eckler and yeah. No, you definitely got to get something. AJ Brown is a consistent person every week. So if you're gonna give me Eckler, who's been injured already this year. I'm going to need Eckler and if we're going to make this work. Just saying. That's fair enough. All right. All right. On to the next on one. On to the Jags versus the Steelers. It's kind of a weird game, honestly, but uh, the Jags. So Trevor Lawrence has a knee injury, but I'm going to tell you when he he looked completely fine. He was running down the field. They clearly on thir- last Thursday, the Saints did not think he was going to be able to run, and he ran all over them. 
So I don't think the knee is as big of an issue as, you know, it's being made out to be. Evan Ingram's fine. It would be nice if he saw the end zone at some point this season. Um, Ridley, I don't think I can start him. I, I know that it eventually will happen, but I would rather it start happening on my bench at least for a week, and then I will get him back out there. Christian Kirk is the wide receiver one on this team for the time being. Um, and then whenever Zay Jones comes back, I think he might be good. I don't know what the hell was going on with Jamal Agnew last week, why he was getting he so much He got all play. of Ridley's plays. It made no sense at all. And, you know, Jamal Agnew is not good enough to actually do anything with it. So that's kind of what you were seeing there. They still won the game, mind you. But, yeah, that was kind of sketchy. And then Etienne is just – I mean, Etienne's just amazing. He has three straight games with double-digit touchdowns. I mean, that's just <laughs> – I mean, what more can you ask for from a running back? He looks like Austin Eckler out there, honestly. No, Etienne's Young, a, younger Austin Eckler. Yeah, Etienne's a godsend. Um, I think it's going to be great in the future. <clears throat> uh, Ridley pisses me off, and I, I personally am starting him. It's in a deeper league, and I pretty much have to, and it's the saddest thing in the world. Um, On to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Actually had a pretty good game last week, Um, and honestly, the Jaguars' passing defense isn't great on paper um so pickens and deontay johnson i think can both be fired up great to see deontay johnson come back and immediately make an impact uh, wasn't really sure exactly we'd come back week one but five catches for 79 yards is it and pickens still continue to do his as well uh pickett you're still not starting i don't know unless you're in you know 20 man league like my boy josh here um and we got Najee harris he's in the end zone which is exciting uh still only 50 Good yards three catches though starting to get some targets out there um Exciting to see it. Uh, still, still a pretty big bust here. Not really loving it. Uh, Jags are also pretty tight against the the run, although they are susceptible here and there. Um, depends on what the game looks like. If they could, if Pittsburgh could actually be up, I feel like Najee could have an impact. Um, of course, uh, Jalen Warren also got in the end zone, so don't think it's really a start on Warren, but definitely a start on Her, uh, Harris, just because you never know, and you're probably going to have to with all the injuries to running backs. Um, and then tight end wise, nobody really draws off the page after the free remove. Um, I, I'm not going to tell you to go sit here and start Connor Hayward or all these other guys. So fair enough. Steelers win. Oh, Jags. Hmm. I don't do not trust the Jags. Oh, fireball. Right. We got it. Yeah, sure. Oh, so, you know, um, I'm going to pay right. up on one after, after this comment, <clears throat> I was about to say, we got a lot of comments to catch up on here. Dre said week after week five after Jacobs had 28 and Etienne had 10. I traded Etienne for Jacobs. Yep. Oh, fuck, Dre. Definitely hating that one. Uh, how bad is Hill hurt? Tyreek. Uh, I don't think he's, I don't think it's that bad. I think he'll be back in play this week. Usually Wednesdays is when they give people rest, when especially when they're veterans. And Tyreek Hill, I think, will be out there come uh, Sunday. I don't believe they've said what it is. It's a hip injury. A hip. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm saying they haven't said like hip pointer or anything like, you know, anything official at this point, but um, he did look pretty rough and begged up. Both of them, Hill and Waddle both left the game at one point. Hill came right back in Waddle. Obviously we saw what happened. He waddled to the sideline. For sure. Good joke. Thank you. Sorry. All right. Adam Fritz on YouTube says, what wide receiver can I get in a one-on-one to one trade for Josh Jacobs? Uh, I was kind of looking over who I would think. Uh, I was thinking Michael Pittman, Zay Flowers, Kirk, Kirk, yeah, Christian Kirk, Brandon Ayuk, maybe 
Chris Olave, if the person's getting a little sketched out. I think all of those guys are decent, especially if the person needs a running back. I think those are all good options, but you're still looking at a wide receiver two, um, which is what all those guys are. And I think that's probably, I don't think you're going to get a wide receiver one. Uh, the end of the wide receiver one, well, right now it's Jordan Addison, which somebody might give you Jordan Addison for, but uh, like Devontae Adams would be the only other one. And I don't think you're going to get that. For I can convince someone that Addison isn't it, but I don't know who that person is. You can be. maybe convince somebody Nico Collins would be worth the trade. And yeah, I just don't think, I think you wait for Jacobs to break off one because you know it's going to happen. I mean, that team's not doing a whole lot, but. But if you need somebody right now, those are your options. If you want to wait until he breaks a, a bigger game, which is probably coming at some point for the Raiders, then those are your options. All right. LeBron says Badgett or PJ Walker. It's Badgett all day. Dude, Badgett. We are Badgett fans on this podcast. Sorry, Joe. He looked phenomenal. And I'm, yeah, I'm all for Badgett. Yeah. Uh, Duffy on YouTube says Flowers and Addison for Brees. Uh, oof. Yeah, but I, your depth's got to be insane for no. that if you need a running back. I, the, yeah. Addison's literally wide receiver 12 right now. Flowers is like wide receiver 16 or 17. And although Brees is a, probably an RB1 the rest of the way, like I feel like you're giving away too much there for yeah. Brees. You're giving away. But if just you just need a running back. It's because they're both rookies. If Flowers and Addison were sophomores at this point, I feel like this trade wouldn't even be a conversation. So I just personally think you keep Flowers and Addison if you can. I would keep them both, honestly. Or trade one of them and someone else. What up, Rue? Rue, what's up? I feel like this didn't like go out out until like 720 because everybody's here now. Uh, yeah, LeBron whatever. says, I think Hill is out for two weeks just to be safe. By week coming, no need to risk that. I mean, I agree, but at the same time, Hill's only got record. like – but yeah, he's only got like a year and a half of a career left. I think he's just going to try to go for it as much as possible and then just go into the bye week chilling. So I I think he'll be out there. Next okay. game. Welcome welcome in, everyone. Falcons-Titans. I was mentioning this off the top of the pod. <laughs> it's an Arthur Smith revenge game against the Titans. I hate this game. And here's the thing. I'm going to let you talk about the Falcons because I don't want to. Oh, do dude, I already pulled up Atlanta. I just assumed you wanted to talk or I picked up Tennessee. No, no, it's fine. I'll take them. I'll take them. I'll take them. Okay. Um, um, so this is a dual quarterback situation. They have said that both quarterbacks are going to play in this game between Malik Willis and Will Levis. I don't love either of them. I will say today during practice, Will Levis was playing with Derrick Henry while uh, Malik Willis was playing with Tajay Sharp. I don't know if that kind of tips the hand more to Levis. But what I've seen from Malik Willis, I have seen enough. So I don't really want to see him. Let's give Willis or Levis at least a chance to show what he can do. Um, Hopkins, I feel like you're still good to go because you're good for at least like eight points. But everyone else, even Traylon Burks, who's now back on the team, I would not start anybody else. I would not. Levis might try to get the tight ends more involved because that's what rookie quarterbacks tend to do. But I still would feel sketched out trusting them this week. Yeah, and on the other side, we all saw how the Bijan game worked out. Um, I just want to pull up some stats here. Uh, Tyler Algier, uh, 2.81 yards per carry. And my man, Cordell Patterson, 5.6 yards per carry, 10 carries and 21. I think my man, Cordero, should have gotten the um, you know start there, but whatever. Uh, if you're not going to play Bijan, don't play your best running back behind him. Just kidding. But anyway, in reality, like this shows here why Bijan should always be better than Algier. And I, I mean including myself. You, you can't sit here and be like, well, I was a thousand yard rusher last year. Well, that's because Arthur Smith's dumb. 
Um, at the moment, though, uh, you don't really want to have to start any of these people. Uh, you're going to start Bijan because you drafted him at number one in the first round, number one, number two, number seven, wherever you grabbed him. Uh, Desmond Ritter finally came crashing back down to earth and uh, showed that he's not a good quarterback. He's just been uh, gotten some inflated numbers the last couple of weeks. You don't want to start him. Uh, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan, all the wasted first round picks should be in your lineup, but you're going to be unhappy about it. <laughs> and then I guess Johnny Smith can also be played just because for some reason he's fantasy relevant. Yeah. Well, it's the Johnny Smith revenge game. This entire game is a revenge game. It feels like yeah, all the revenge games. Uh, jo- uh, one one thing to note just for future uh, Van Jefferson should be taking over for Ma- all of Mac Collins targets. But uh, let's be real. It probably won't happen. Uh, that's only really in deeper leagues that you really need to worry about Van Jefferson. Right. Uh, the Falcons are going to win just to piss me off. I guarantee it. Uh, I got Tennessee winning this game weirdly with the I hope so. dual quarterback situation. I really hope so, but I just know the Falcons are just going to do. Now nah, the Falcons will probably win. Um, all right, quick questions. I've got Addison in London on my bench for depth. Would I be starting Addison over DJ Amon Ra or Flowers and then Justin Jefferson when he gets back? No, but at the same time, Addison's probably more valuable than Flowers right now. I would put Addison in over Flowers. I know that he had like the one big game, so like everybody's numbers are kind of inflated. Addison, Ad- why don't you why don't you try to trade put London in that trade for Brees? London and Flowers or London and Addison. Don't trade them both away. Yeah. Gotta gotta keep one. London can go though. Um, and then LeBron says, should I trade away Myers for CD? I have Adams and both of them just doesn't feel optimal to me. Yeah, if you can um, do it. If, yeah, if you can get the person to agree to that, then yes, because CD is more valuable than Myers, even though Myers is having an incredible season. If yeah. that ever gets accepted, doubt it will, but the question still stands. That's Fair true. Enough. What do you think of Addison's value when JJ gets back? Um, he what Exactly what you saw when JJ was there, 10 to 15 he, points. It's not bad, but he definitely has a nose for the end zone, which I think is very big, especially for the Vikings. All right, on to the Texans versus the Panthers. Both these, this is quarterback, the rookie quarterback battle that we've all wanted to see. Uh, one is on the way up, one is kind of on the way. He's kind of like roller coastering through the season so far, 0 and 6. Um, I'm going to take the Texans because I love CJ Stroud. I love everything that Give he's me shown all the this year. It's all good. Uh huh. Yeah, of course. And then. Uh, Nico Collins has proven to be a wide receiver one. Um, Damian Pierce is not being used nearly as much as he should be. Um, hoping after their bye week, maybe we can get back to it. Uh, Robert Woods leads the team in targets overall, which is, I think, pretty important and pretty impressive because we thought he was going to do it last year and with Tennessee and he didn't. But I think for the Texans, I kind of like Robert Woods, kind of like Nico Collins, um, and I like CJ Stroud. Fair enough. Um, as for the other team, the other rookie uh, that the Carolina Panthers so willingly traded two first round picks for, uh, not doing so hot. Um, I, I think that the one good thing is Houston's uh, pass defense hasn't been great this year. Uh, run defense is really stout, uh, which is really a bit of an issue. Um, but, you know, quarterbacks have had success um, in the past. So Bryce Young's not it. You're not playing him. You shouldn't even have him on your team unless you're in a deep league. Uh, Adam Thielen is the seventh uh, wide receiver in, in fantasy right now, and that's with a bye week under his plate. 30-point games all over the place. Um, sure, they somebody told said they're, they're changing their playbook up after the bye. Uh, they're going to change everything. That doesn't negate the fact that Thielen's the best wide receiver target on this team. Uh, sure, maybe that means uh, Mingo or Chark will get a, a deep ball here and there. Hopefully Terrace Marshall gets involved. I don't know, but here we are. Um, 
And then, yeah, Sanders is fully healthy and coming back after the bye, which means you're not starting Chuba or Miles Sanders. I don't care what you say. You can tell me that Chuba, you know, did really well last week. Yes, he did. But he also had the full workload. Uh, Miles Sanders will be out there and get 10 carries and Chuba will be out there and get 10 carries and Chuba might do better, but you're not playing a court. You don't want to running back in your starting lineup for 10 carries. And once again, no bye weeks for sure. Um, by the way, since the trade deadline is next week, if, uh, Terrace Marshall is inactive for this game, he is definitely going to be traded. It's funny. So, I traded something, for him. something to watch trade for him in Madden. Actually, he's on the Eagles. It's really love. I love it. I'd love to see it. <laughs> of course. Of course you did. I just imagine you run the Eagles team on Madden like you would your fantasy team where you just go out and get your favorite guys. Uh, usually they're the the rookies that like are the second year guys that nobody likes anymore and they don't have bet high trade values. So, yes, you're right. Terrace Marshall on the team. Uh, Texans win this game. Panthers slide continues. Yeah. Panthers give the Chicago Bears the first round draft pick. Or first yep. Pick. I think honestly the first game the Panthers win is going to be against the Bears. I think that's in two weeks. How funny um, would that be? That would be hilarious. All right. One quick question from Perfecto. Rank these players for flex PPR spot. Swift, Puka, Thielen, and Jonathan Taylor. Eight-man league. Holy that's, shit. That, that's funny. Um, I would probably go Puka, Thielen, Jonathan Taylor, Swift. Uh, Thielen, Puka, Swift, Jonathan Taylor. I want to see it two weeks in a row for Jonathan Taylor right now. Okay. There you go. And Swift against uh, Washington. Had a good game last time, so... Still the wide receivers over everybody. Uh, Antonio Lopez on YouTube says, what would you do Calvin Ridley for Amari Cooper? Uh, he would be getting Ridley. Oof, that is, I probably would not. I don't trust Ridley yet. I would take Ridley for over Amari Cooper. Sorry, 100%. Okay. I have both of them on different teams. Wash my hands with the Cooper right away. I don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Um, I will say PJ Walker's finding him more consistently than Watson, but it's not good enough. It's 10, 15, maybe. You're not getting the old, you're not getting the Mari Cooper of old. Both bad. I would hope maybe you could get something better than Ridley for actually, Amari Cooper, but actually yeah. kind of the same player if you think about it. Ridley is it's the new Amari Cooper. Scary to think about. Okay, we'll move through these games a little quicker. Sorry. Rams, Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys have been. A pretty fun team, but the offense has not been as good as we had hoped. CDs and auto start. Dak's becoming a little less, you know, for sure, just because um, Tony Pollard has kind of taken every touchdown possible. And I honestly, when I see them play, I'm pretty sure Tony Pollard is going to score more than Dak Prescott, which is not good for Dak Prescott. So Tony Pollard auto start, CD Lamb auto start. Jake Ferguson, um, if you have an injury at the tight end position, and then Dak is kind of on the, I don't know. I actually disagree. I think you should acquire Dak in fantasy football, whether it be through okay. free. And, and I think he's a free agent in most of the leagues I'm in, um, or, you know, a bench player at the very least. Um, not saying start him right now, but his, his uh, schedule does get a lot easier. Rams, Philadelphia Eagles haven't been great against the past in, in the past. Uh, played a little bit better against Miami. Giants, Carolina, Washington, Seattle, Philadelphia again. Uh, playoffs are a little bit rough, Buffalo, Miami, but actually Miami's letting up some of the most yards in the league just because they're scoring the most. Uh, so honestly, CD and Dak could be a great combo in the later part of the year. Uh, I know it's not quite there yet, just but Dak showed what he can do in a game that matters. But the thing is, the Chargers never came back, so he never had to play again. So and then he's played San Francisco. He's played New England. Arizona was a weird game. I don't know what to say about that. Uh, they skunked some other teams out there like it, it's just. 
hasn't had a chance to play a full game. I think it's just a weird mix. I don't think Dak's great by any means, but if put him in a, a matchup where there's a good throwing situation or a team that's keeping it close and they're up or they get tied again, could be good. Mm-hmm. Um, onto the Rams, uh, you already know you're playing Cooper Cup and Nakua. Uh, sure, they're trading, which I'm I'm really confused about. Um, I didn't get to watch that game for Pittsburgh, so I don't really know what happened. But Puka looked great. Uh, you can't really say anything about it. I think everybody was like, ah, he's done. Cup's back. Two weeks, blah, blah. Nope, you're starting both of them. Uh, I don't know what you're going to get, but it is such an interesting situation because I never threw, knew Matt Stafford could throw to two wide receivers. And uh, ironically, Matt Stafford can't do anything else but throw to those two. So he's a set. Um, and then the Henderson Freeman, uh, it, it's so weird. Uh, Zach Evans didn't get a chance to play really, um, 18 carries and 16 carries, uh, Henderson got the more Henderson looked to get the more valuable touches, the red zone. Um, I can't say that he got more pass catching opportunities cause he caught one ball. Uh, Royce didn't get any of those. So I think if you have to start one, it's Henderson. Uh, but I think this is a really tough matchup against the Dallas, uh, Cowboys. And I think this is the perfect week to see, what you got. And then you got two more weeks of it because Kyron's out for at least two more. So yep. if you don't have to play him, don't. And then Tyler Higby, I don't, I don't know what to make of him, but I'm not starting him anywhere. Same. Atwell got somehow seems to get a touchdown every, every game though, which is really weird if he doesn't get any yards. It's true. Cowboys win. Uh, I got Rams. Cowboys slide continues. Just kidding. They just you, that's just because you're an Eagles fan. Yeah. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Duffy says, how about Addison for Pittman? I would just keep Addison. Keep Addison. I, I mean, Duffy, why are you trying to make gonna it happen? They're not going to rush Justin Jefferson back. So he's at least, I mean, he's for sure out at least three more weeks, but it could be as, as many as five. I think they more. said six weeks, actually, was what he's going to well, be out. I'm just saying he's eligible to come off IR. I don't yeah. know if he's going to be able to go. He'll probably start testing. Duffy, just then. keep Addison, man. If you want, get rid of Flowers, I guess, just because Lamar is probably a little bit more consistent. But Addison's going to be getting peppered. And after that game, I don't know how you can trade him. I understand ride, ride, sell high, but I don't think this is it. Sell higher than that. <laughs> um, Vikings versus the Packers. Um, I'll I'll take the shit team this time. Packers so. uh, don't want Jordan Love at all. I don't really want AJ Dillon either. This offense is just not good. Christian Watson went out again, so I, it's hard to say there is a really good start on this team. To be honest with you, I guess if you really wanted to play somebody. Dubs is interesting, but you're kind of hoping for the best there. Um, I I don't really know who else you would start on this team. Uh, I think it's nobody. It, it's bad. I mean, Aaron Jones is back too, but it's like I, I don't know if I trust Aaron Jones either. I mean, you probably have to because you drafted him that way, but I don't know. There's if you have to start Aaron team. Jones, I completely agree. But if you don't, please don't. Like I, I I would hope that you have better options. But if you're in dynasty or deep league, I get it. Um. On the other hand, uh, I, I know we've been talking about Addison. I I, I don't love him in this matchup. Zare, uh, Zare Alexander should be playing, and Addison did break that 60-yard touchdown, but that was a blown somebody going for a pick. Uh, so not saying that he's not great. He should still get 18, 20 points, but I just don't want you to think you're getting 40 points out of him every week. Um, Hawkinson, if he plays, he's he's in your lineup. Uh, Non-participant on Wednesday, foot injury, not much information on that. Uh, but Hawkinson being, you know, tight end two on the le- on the league or on the year, not like anyone didn't expect that. So playing if he is, there's no fill in for him if he's not. Um, and then uh, I will say, it's I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be uh, 
my boy KJ Osborne over Powell uh, seems to get more meaningful targets and he catches almost everything. It's always short plays. Powell's kind of doing some sweeps and whatnot. Um, but I, I think number two on this team is KJ Osborne, but I really think KJ Osborne or Powell can be played in a pinch, especially on bye weeks or injuries. Um, not saying Powell's playing in redraft, but KJ Osborne's pretty much on everyone's team. So if you need to play him. I really don't think it's a bad play here. Um, mainly because he's not going against Zara Alexander more than likely. Uh, and then Madison, uh, I, I get it, man. You saw a lot of cam acres, uh, that San Francisco run defense. You can't count that game. I don't think Madison's good by any means. I think you're probably going to start him because you probably have to. Um, but don't, don't expect much, but it's, it's not cam Akers ball game either. So, um, I would not start cam Akers, but I would start Madison. If I kind of liked what I saw from cam Akers, but I just don't know how consistent it's going to be. Yeah. That's my issue with it. I mean, he got more carries technically, but that was more because it was more of a pass catching. They were looking for the win. Like they're trying to, they're trying to be aggressive. I think Madison in this kind of game is going to be a grinder. Uh, get those, you know, he's going to ha- he's going to have three ca- three yards per carry, but he's going to have twenty five carries more than likely. So, yeah. If you can, sit uh, above. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, I th- think the Vikings win. I don't really know. I know the Vikings are really good at losing games like this, so I'm going to pick Green yeah, Bay. Feels like it. I just try not to start anyone from this. Oh, Kirk Cousins, my bad. Yeah, you start him. Uh, he just Green, throws Green Bay is just so rough i don't really know what to make of it um okay josh loves that i'm gonna slow down and answer some questions um josh on youtube says back to my previous question would you trade Carr for gibbs no backup qb then i could hold jones and trade russ and gibbs while he's still high for a high caliber qb yeah that's you would have to hope somebody's willing to make that trade though to be honest I felt like we just said do it and then flip somebody else for a quarterback later. Don't trade Gibbs. If you're going to trade for Gibbs and you want Gibbs, keep him on your team. I see that yeah. the ball game you're playing, but at that point, if Gibbs is really good and you're flipping him, why wouldn't you just keep him? It's so. true. All right. Dylan on YouTube says, I feel like I have too much depth. Are you making moves in which position kind of position kind of guy? 12 team PBR lost a rich, got Stroud, Pollard, Jay Cook. Mixon, Herbert, Spears, Hunt, Diggs, Ayuk, Hollywood, MT, Downs, Andrews. Was considering buying low on Henry, possibly if he gets moved, or maybe Eckler as the Eckler owner lost a Chan and Connor to IR. Um, Yeah, I'd, I'd flip some of those guys. I mean, you got like a couple good ones and a couple like hopeful good ones. Like we like to see Mixon turn, turn it around. I don't think James Cook's coming back. Maybe flip him after he has a good game. Uh, keeping digs, you're not touching him. Uh, Ayuk, don't worry about the down week, and then the rest can all be moved on the wide receivers. Except for yeah, I, if you're going to move Hollywood, I would wait until after this week with Kyler to see. You know, I'm sure he's going to boom, and then that would be a perfect way to uh, sell him at his peak. All right, on to the Saints versus the Colts. Uh, the Saints looked really rough last week. Derek Carr is a check down monster. He is checked down. Um, I saw the stat today, but I can't remember it, but I think it was 30 more times than the next closest quarterback. So that is all going to Alvin Kamara and some of these other uh, smaller, you know, shorter passed out wide receivers like Chris Olave. Um, Alvin Kamara continues to dominate this offense. He's got 14 targets in this last game, caught 12 of them, um, and also got 60 yards on the ground. Alvin Kamara is the one piece you're for sure starting every week. 
I would not start Derek Carr. I don't trust him at all. Taysom Hill is good if he's, um, you know, being used at the tight end position. And then Chris Olave and Michael Thomas are kind of 50-50 guys at this point. Chris Olave did get 15 targets in this last game, but most of the throws were really bad. And he was able to catch seven for 50, but eh, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of a gamble every week. He's still startable, though. And then Rashid Shahid in a pinch. Yeah, Rashid Shahid just, oh man, he just always seems to make a play. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, on the other side, uh, the Colts look like a real team without a rich um, almost beat uh, Cleveland, but then lost at the last minute. Uh, Gardner Minshew, uh, I feel like is flexible in a pinch. I don't think you're starting him just yet. Uh, next week would be the, the game you want to play him in Carolina. That looks like a trash game, uh, but this game could be used if need be. But I assume once again, you probably have a quarterback with no buys. Uh, hopefully you picked him up off waivers. I feel like he's pretty much owned everywhere at this point. Uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, and Zach Moss literally split evenly. The workload, 18 carries a piece and 51 snaps a piece. Uh, Jonathan Taylor did a lot more with it. So hopefully we'll see more of Jonathan Moore or Jonathan Taylor. Um, and Zach Moss is also questionable with an elbow and a heel injury. So hopefully we'll just like let him rest and see what happens. Uh, Josh Downs, on the other hand, is uh, Josh Downs and Michael Pittman are both getting theirs. Michael Pittman's came late with a big touchdown, which was super nice for any Pittman owners. Did the Tyree kill. Love to see it. Um, and I somehow consistently is uh, doing great. And I love me some Pittman wide receiver 14 and Josh downs wide receiver 24 is getting some big splash plays as well. Uh, and really just picking it up right now. So I think both are startable. Um, and then once again, I don't think there's a tight end on this team. Yeah. Is- best thing to happen for Josh downs was not to have Anthony Richardson. This is rookie quarterback. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't start Gardner Minshew from game one anyway. Um, I don't know why they rushed these mobile quarterbacks in who don't know how to, you know, really develop. Uh, Minshew looks great, though. I'm hoping the best for the Colts in general. Jalen Hurts didn't start right away, so why, you know, why would you do it with a I just, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, even like, I mean, I get you drafted Bryce Young uh, round one. They didn't really have an option to sit him. Uh, CJ Stroud's looking just fine. Uh, but, like, some of these, like, developmental guys, like, just, Sit him, relax for a second. Maybe put him in week two if Minshew throws three picks. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Minshew, they drew, they got Minshew for a reason as a kind of mentor and a backup. And here he is mentoring Anthony Richardson in his cast. Just kidding. True. Uh, Colt. Sorry, Rue. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've been picking against the, the Saints uh, the last two weeks. I'm going to pick the Saints this week. Proud of you. Just because Juwan Johnson returned to practice for what it's worth, which thank God for them because Foster Moreau, probably the most hated man in New New Orleans after that missed catch. What was he doing? Like he looked like he was about Uh, to get hit from the the ghosts on the sideline. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Dylan on YouTube says, Would you trade James Cook and Joe Mixon for Eckler? Yes, I would. Absolutely. Immediately. Um, Duffy on YouTube says, Fields, Stroud, Pop. Pollard, what would you recommend doing with this roster? There's a bunch of names on here. I don't want to read them out for the podcast audience. I I mean, I would keep that how it is. I like that roster a lot. I mean, you might need a running back because you just – well, no, actually you have Pollard and Kamara. No, just go win a title. How about that? That's what I recommend doing with that roster. Yeah, if you need to – like say you get a bye week issue, bye week conundrum and Spears and Kamara or something or happen to be in a bye, I'm not looking at it, so don't tell, don't quote me on this. But like flip, you know – 
I don't know, London for a, a startable running back, uh, Deontay Foreman at the time. Hopefully he's starting. Please don't do that if that's not the case. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could you could figure something out. I mean, that, that roster is phenomenal. Don't touch it. Just just go win a title. Don't you don't need to don't mess with that. Um, all right. SJMP on YouTube says, what's good? What's good? Do I start Henderson next week? I saw he got moved to the practice squad for Rams. And I don't know if he's still going to get be the starter. I don't know if I should drop him or not. I have Kyra okay. on the IR. So I noticed this on Yahoo. Uh, they said he got moved back to the practice squad uh, right after the game. And I was like, I don't get it. There's nobody coming back. I don't know what's happening with that either. Um, I have to imagine if you need to start Henderson this week, you'll find out that he's playing. I don't know why that news came out because I found it. It's nowhere probably else. something with the money. There's yeah, probably some drill. financial reason to do that. Yeah, I was gonna say he's definitely gonna be back again, and I do think if you need him in a pinch, he can start. I I said sit sit him if you don't have to, just to see how this workload shakes out. But he did get the pass catching and the goal line opportunities, so he's the start if there's any at Rams running back. And then before we get to the next one, Dovey says should I start Flowers or Addison this week? I would start Addison. I'd go Flowers, so I'm not sorry. I'm not helping you here. Um, okay. Well, there you go, Duffy. Each person Sorry. has a different call on that. Um, all right, on to the Eagles versus the Commanders. Uh, I'll take the Commanders. Look, this game's already happened once, and it wasn't exactly a huge boom for fantasy for the Commanders, but Terry McLaurin had a really good game. Um, Dotson caught a touchdown. It was pretty much everything you want the Commanders to be. Uh, Curtis Samuel had a decent game. Brian Robinson got in the end zone. I'd probably go Robinson for sure a start, McLaurin a start. Curtis Samuel will start, and then that's probably it. Sam Howell's going to get sacked a lot. He got sacked five times in the first game. Fair enough. Uh, we did talk about that on the IDP pod that you'll hear later. Uh, but anyway, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, DeAndre Swift, Dallas Goddard are all starts, and you didn't need anyone to tell you that. Um, A.J., going back to back to back to back to back. I think I did that right with 125-plus yards. Uh, looking to do it again against Washington, which I believe is where he started this trend. Um, no, it's the second one. But yeah, he torched him for 175 that week. Uh, Devontae is going to get more involved. I understand you, you, if you need to sit him, please do. The eights and the nines aren't helping, uh, but there is going to be a Devontae Smith week, I promise you. A.J. Brown, 125s can't go on forever. Um, but if you do need to sit Devontae, I completely understand. And Swift, uh, nobody's really taken anything from him. Uh, it's not looking as great as his week two breakout whenever they just rode him into the ground against Minnesota. Uh, but I think you still start him week in and week out, double-digit points since then. Um, and then Gainwell, uh, I believe, needs to be rostered in all formats. Just if anything was to happen to Swift, uh, he's getting about nine, nine touches a game. Um, and it will continue to. Um, and for some reason, Penny just hasn't seen the ball field. I'm wondering if they're going to use him in trade bait at the deadline. I'm not really sure what happened there, or they're just going to hold on to him and wait for the winner. I have no idea. Possible. Um, Eagles win. Yep. Commanders win. Okay. On to the Browns versus the Seahawks. Uh, the Browns are starting PJ Walker. Uh, both these teams are four and two, which I don't think we, well, Seahawks, we probably would have guessed that maybe, but the Browns, I probably would not have guessed that. Uh, it, Looked, I mean, they lost Jerome Ford, the Browns did, so you're looking at probably a Kareem Hunt game coming. Uh, but between PJ Walker, Kareem Hunt, Pierre Strong, uh, I don't know who I would trust the most on this team. Honestly, it kind of looked like Elijah Moore and 
David and Joku were kind of the guys PJ Walker liked the most, but Amari Cooper did catch a couple at the end as well. So I, I think it's kind of a, a hard spot to put PJ Walker in, but there's something between Elijah Moore and Amari Cooper that you have to like. We have to think with the pass defense for Seattle that Amari Cooper would be a play, but I just, I'm over it. And since there's no bye weeks, I don't have to start Cooper. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Hopefully I am starting hunt. And I think that that should do at least decent. He's still going to split carries with Pierre strong, but um, he should have the majority of the workload there. And then on to Seattle, uh, Gino has been the problem. Um, I don't know exactly what's wrong with him. I don't know if it's the offensive line. I don't know if it's him. He just doesn't look fully functional like he did last year on during his run. Uh, maybe he got paid and he just got fat and started eating uh, in and out. I don't know if that's up there in Seattle. I don't think it is. But uh, anyway, uh, Cleveland pass defense, uh, not the worst, but definitely one of the best. Uh, so, yeah, um, I don't really want to start anyone on this team. Ken Walker coming in a little bit banged up. Um, he should be fine. Um, he's got a calf injury, but you got to start Walker because if you have him on your team, you can't sit him. Um, you're not playing Gino anywhere if you don't have to with that, with bye weeks. DK Metcalf seems to be okay now after the we're not sure if he's going to play. He's not playing. Um, he doesn't have an injury designation, but Tyler Lockett does. So something to keep an eye on. He was held out with a hamstring injury, and that is not good for that kind of player, which means JSN plays again if one of these people misses, which it kind of looks like Lockett and uh, Metcalf are just t- trading spots for JSN to have a little bit of room to roam. Uh, should be rostered in all formats. I hope that at this point we saw that last week um, or you got some points out of it. So, and then once again, no tight ends, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't yeah, have any tight ends. No, tight, tight ends are in a rough spot right now. Uh, Seahawks win. Um, yes. I don't know. Cleveland could win this game, but I, I, I'm i going to pick Seattle, but I'm saying Cleveland, this Cleveland could be a good game. Cleveland did not deserve to beat the Colts, but. I know, but they've been winning a lot of games they don't really deserve to win, if I'm being completely honest. Sure. And most of them have been defense without Sean Watson, which is interesting. But yeah, their defense is definitely good. Um, all right. Quick SJMP says, I also have Freeman and Henderson. Do I start them both? My other options are Singletary and Algier. My running back core is a shambles because I have Kyron and Chan. They're both around IR. He says, I only asked because it's 60-40 split and carries with them, and also McVay loves Henderson, so I don't know if he pulls away with the majority workload. And he won't because that's what that's McShawn McVay's favorite thing to do is to have a 60-40 split, and you'll never know who's getting the 60 or the 40. Honestly, though, they both got 18 carries last week. Uh, if you needed to put them both in in a pinch, I mean, what do you got, Algier and Singletary? It's not Singletary. I could see if you wanted to flip Algier in there, but it would suck because then yeah. you're starting one of them and not both of them. You could just take all of the Rams rushing yards and just hope for the best, but I don't yeah. really recommend doing that either. Against the Cowboys, spot. though, so yeah, it's a tough yeah. spot to even. I would say H- Henderson and Algier if I had a choice with those two. That's probably what I would do if I was in a similar situation. Maybe Bijan will have a you know a a, a pinky toe uh, bruise that he can't play on or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, Rams versus Cardinals. Cardinals, Kyler's back? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? I don't Chargers, know. He's practicing. Cardinals. No, it's Ravens. Cardinals. Ravens. Ravens. Cardinals. I heard. I heard Rams. I was like, what? Oh, right, no. Ravens. Okay. Cardinals. Cardinals probably have kyler back this week he practiced in full i'm very interested to see what he looks like i would not assume there's going to be a lot of rushing because i don't know how he could do that this like it would be a miracle 
for him to come. It's already a miracle that he's coming back this this good, and then we'll see what his running looks like when he gets out there. But huge boost for our guy, Hollywood Brown. Um, Michael Wilson, I think, should also be I, – I am tentative to see how he's going to use him, but when Kyler was in there last year and he had Hopkins, he'd like to try to get him the ball. I'm hoping that maybe they can start something up there. I don't really know what to do with this team yet because Amari Mercado, I'm not sure what to do with because he did have a good week last week, but with Kyler, it kind of brings a whole new challenge. I don't know. Zach Ertz isn't – he's on the IR. Like, it's just such a weird situation with the Cardinals right now. I don't know if I, who I would start other than I know Hollywood Brown's a start. Yeah, I started Michael Wilson, and it didn't really work out very well. Um, but I will say Trey McBride could be started in the bench. Sure. I just don't know if – does Kyler like Trey McBride? Do they even know each other? Like, <laughs> have they met before? Yeah, have they met? Like, who knows? Maybe they play Call of Duty together, and then we'll just – That would – that's probably the best way they'd be, you know, usable. Um, Well, on the other side, a lot, lot more exciting things for uh, Baltimore, cruising to some victories uh, over Detroit, which was pretty wild. They took a commanding lead early. Um, Arizona's been in these dog fights, so honestly, I don't see this as a commanding lead, but I think – uh, Lamar, you know, you're trotting him out there. Just amazing seeing the 40 bomb from him. Uh, and then Zay flowers, uh, he's, he's been cons- one of the most consistent wide receivers. So the lowest is eight and PPR, uh, tens and uh, 11s and 17s. You're starting him. Mark Andrews, you already know you're starting him. Uh, after that, Gus Edwards finally has, I don't want to say a breakout, but a good game, um, gets himself a touchdown, uh, 64 yards and one catch for 80 yards, which I still don't understand how that happened, but here we are. Um, and Odell Beckham, sure. He got nine points, but please don't play him. Bateman actually looked like he was catching balls, but please don't play him. Um, Nelson Aguilar caught a touchdown. That was cool. Uh, back in the end zone, whenever, uh, Lamar had nine, 10 seconds to scramble around, but, uh, no, it's just, it's the top three. And then Gus in a pinch, uh, justice Hill can be used, but you shouldn't please don't. If they get ahead real, like real early and do what they did last week, then they might have a chance to get justice Hill involved, but, um, assuming you have better options. Yep. Ravens oh. win, although it'd be hilarious if Baltimore won. Or Arizona. Or if Arizona yeah. won. Yeah, if they beat the Lions, one of the best teams in the NFC, and then they go and lose to the Cardinals. <laughs> it would be just just hilarious. Um, all right. Well, oh, Ruguru says, is Jalen Thompson back? Um, as far as I know, yes. That's why they got rid of Kayvon, right? Um, he was out last week, so which were – did he get injured last week? Yeah, he was out last week. So I guess he's supposed to be coming back. Hamstring injury. Uh, it's been two weeks since he's been out. Um, I'm assuming that's why they got rid of Kayvon as well. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, very weird. Um, all right. SJMP on, to- on YouTube says, pick three wide receivers to start. Thielen, Rasheed Rice, Devontae Smith, Kendrick Bourne, Josh Downs, or George Pickens. For me, it would be Thielen, Rice, and Smith. Not overthinking it. Uh, Thielen, Downs, and Smith, and George Pickens is really cutting into that Smith. Like I'd think about it. Yeah, Pickens and Smith definitely would think about it. But that's a good wide receiver core. That is that's, that's good drafting right there. Um, all right, Chiefs Broncos. Um, Chiefs. Look, let's not overthink it. Mahomes, yes. Kelsey, yes. Um, Rasheed Rice, yes. After that, Pacheco, I would love to see a little bit more from Pacheco, but 
feel like this is just the curse of the Chiefs running back at this point. They're just not meant to have one that's, you know, blowing blowing you off the page. But yeah, those are my three. Yeah. Um, and on the other side, a little bit more awkward. Um, Russ had a terrible game against KC last last time, uh, two weeks ago. Um, so I can understand why you're not one want to play him. Um, he is QB nine still on the year. That was really his lone, really bad week. I mean, last week wasn't great, but, um, he's been pretty consistent, at least 15 points or so. Um, Sutton is the start of the century for the wide receivers on this team. You got to play him. Um, I do think that Javante is a start if need be. Um, I have a couple leagues where I'm sitting him in. He's starting to get more and more of the workload, uh, looking more and more like the running back I thought he was. And actually I'm going to go ahead and take that time and and pay up on my fireball shot that I, I bet about very vague bet about Javante Williams that you will know if he's that guy. He isn't. <laughs> that's that's that is funny because that was exactly the bet too. I don't remember. You were like, what does that even mean? I was like, we'll know, man. We'll know. We, I, I know it hasn't worked out the way I thought it was going to, but I do think Javante is in for better days in the future. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin should still be uh, rostered in all formats, but the workload is dwindling. Uh, nine yards per carry, though, last week on five. So you got to think about it. Mims also needs to be rostered in all formats. I've thought about dropping him in so many leagues. Talking about redraft, everything, 10-man leagues. Not doing it. Because if Judy gets moved next week, you're going to be pissed that Mims is on uh, not on your team anymore. Uh, Judy, True. at the moment, I guess you just got to follow the news. I think he needs to be started. But at the same time, there's a chance he just sits out. Um which would be really disappointing. But honestly, you don't really, you shouldn't have to start Judy. You should have a better option at this point. Um, and then you nobody so. nobody stepped in for Dolchich at tight end. So once again, no tight end. Team. I'm on. The, I'm the no tight end team. Yep, no tight end teams. Um, Chiefs. Yeah, hundred percent. I thought the Broncos might do it last time. I'm, I'm not going that way this way. Yeah, probably best not to trust the Broncos with anything. Um, Rue Rue listens to us. He's admin stash. Have him stash because his team, his time might finally come. All right, Bengals 49ers. The 49ers appear to want, appear to have to maybe be starting Sam Darnold this week. Interestingly enough, Brock Purdy has a concussion, didn't start feeling the effects until the plane ride home from Minnesota last week or on Monday. Um, it, there has been players that have come back this year from a concussion the same week. I would say it's a stretch, though, to assume that it's going to happen. So I would go in thinking Darnold. I would I not feel like the him. fact that they're releasing that on a Wednesday shows that he's not going to. Yeah, I we'll see. But it seems it, late to be revealing that. You know what I mean? It does for sure. Um, Christian McCaffrey's obviously a start. George Kittle start. Ayuk start. I don't think Debo's going to be back for this game. But if he is stardom, if he doesn't, Jawan Jennings quietly led the team in targets this last week. So that might be a good way to go if, you know, you need somebody in Debo's out. Yeah. Um, they also have been apparently reportedly make trying to make a move on wide receivers when they found out Debo was going to be out. So they definitely don't feel comfortable with that receiver core after that. But I think Kittle has a smash start. Put him in some daily lineups. Um, awesome possum play of the week. Um, Joe Burrow came back to uh, to football uh, two weeks ago um, or three weeks ago, I guess, really. Uh, Seattle wasn't as great, but two touchdowns, the Jamar Chase game, uh, the game before. We're going to have to assume that they are going to come out throwing and firing the ball. Joe Mixon has not been it. Um, I can understand if you need to start him. Ten points ain't bad, but I could understand if you want to sit him because ten points ain't great. Uh, T. Higgins, rib injury, been a lot 
obviously been bothering him. Hasn't had anything really decent since week two. And I think honestly, that makes Tyler Boyd a startable candidate if you need to. Um, other than that, once again, no tight ends, Irv Smith. I was hoping this would be a thing. He's, he's come back. He's fully healthy, uh, but he still ain't getting anything. So it's Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Mixon, and Boyd, if you need to, and Higgins, if you want to believe. I think I'm just going to, like for tight ends wise, I think any tight end that comes from Iowa, that we're just, we just need to draft them for sure. Because that player is probably going to work out. We got Hawkinson. We got, well, Fant, I guess, didn't technically work out. But George Kittle. And then Laporta this year. Like, mm-hmm. any tight end that comes from Iowa, we're just going to have to assume that player is going to work out in some, some I don't way, know. shape, or another. I mean, maybe it's because I don't watch college football, but I didn't even think about the fact that Hawkinson and uh, Laporta came from the same same state. Yep. And Hawkinson and Kittle were on the same team at the same yeah, didn't they, time. Didn't they overlap or like <laughs> yeah, barely they overlap? They That's did. So I don't know. They're tied in you for a reason. And I think we just assuming going forward, just draft whoever they have at tight end. Um, Bengals win. I think 49ers are on a, in bad I, shape. Right I now. think Purdy will be out and it's Sam Darnold. And it's actually a really good game still. But yeah, I think uh, I think Chase breaks the game open at some point. For sure. Rue says, speaking of tight end, do I drop Michael? I'm going to assume you meant Mayer. Yes. But Michael Meyer is, you know, Halloween is coming up. Uh, it might, yes. He might be spooky on Halloween season. How great would that be? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, you're not I'm playing sure. him, so might as well. All right. Matt C on YouTube says, hey, guys, trade James Cook and Keenan and receive Jamar. Yes. yes. Although, yeah. I don't know, man. It's hard to t- It's tough to trade Keenan Allen. It really is tough, but like I could, I definitely understand. Um, I don't know. Like uh, Herbert is like a one man read, dude. Like I, Keenan Allen well, is that one man. Josh Allen or Josh Palmer was the guy last week. Well, let's just get into that game. Bears Chargers is Sunday night football. It didn't get flexed. Your question is as good as mine of why the hell we're having to watch this, but I guess because they just want the Chicago and the LA markets. That's the only reason this makes sense, but this game is going to not be as... I don't know. Honestly, this could be a good game. We got Tyson. It could be fun, but it's just the stakes are so low with these teams being two and five and two and four. I just, I don't know. Yeah, but the Um, Chargers are really good at playing down to their uh, opponent and the Bears are actually playing up right now. So, I mean, good, good call. Um, On the fantasy side for the Chargers, I'm going to say Justin Herbert is a start. I'm starting to get sketched out by Herbert, by the way. I'm not liking his decision-making a whole lot, and I'm not really loving his reads because, like Josh said, he's a one-read quarterback, and that is a dangerous game if you're going to try to be an elite guy uh, just playing the one read. Austin Eckler has not looked good since he's been back. I'll just be honest. Uh, Josh Kelly looked like the better running back in the game this past week. Not that that meant much, but he had the one big 50-yard run, and that was it. But, like, I haven't loved anything from Eckler yet, and he's not getting any work in the past game. Uh, Josh Palmer is a start. Keenan Allen's a start. Gerald Everett in a pinch. Quentin Johnson is MIA. He might as well be on a milk carton because I have no clue what they're doing with Quentin Johnston. You'd thought when Mike Williams went out that meant him, but no, not at all. Watch the video on Twitter of all the routes that he ran in the last game, and it was a very short video. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't get it. Uh, 
Eckler, on the other hand, he's still getting the like they're using him like a traditional running back, even though he's literally never been that. And I don't get he's getting yeah. 14 carries. And it's like, what did you expect from this? Like Josh Kelly should be getting 12 carries and he should be getting 14 carries and all the targets, but whatever. I digress. Well, his, um, his pass catching out of the backfield is what opens up his runs. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not gonna do that, then it's not gonna work. Like you, you have to have, I don't know. And I, the ankle is obviously not fully healthy. Like it's it's very clear. Well, that, I mean, they're, that's for they're sure. they're in a pinch. They pretty much have to play him at the moment. Uh, yeah. But anyway, onto the Bears. Uh, DJ Moore, you're still playing him. Uh, I know that 57 looks really like it's a long way away or whatever number you got in your scoring. Because man, that 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 scoring got out of hand fast. Uh, but DJ Moore is in your lineup, uh, set and forget every week, even with Tyson Badgett. Um, honestly, I'm not against starting Badgett this week. I don't think you should, and you probably got a better option. But if you're in a deep league or you're in Dynasty or you're in Superflex and you're, you're just pissed off at, I don't know, whoever, whatever quarterback you're pissed off at, and you want to give it a shot, man, I'm down for it, man. I traded for him in the middle of the game mm-hmm. on Sunday at 12 o'clock. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, Demario Douglas, you're you're gone. You're taking Tyson Badgett. Uh, anyway, Roshan Johnson should be back from a concussion after three weeks. Uh, don't know if that's actually happening. Hopefully it will. Um, I, I really just want to see the potential of what they have in their next regime of running backs. We saw it a little bit in week one and then never since, and then missed the last two games of the concussion. Uh, Deontay Foreman looked phenomenal, uh, three touchdowns. Uh, and I don't think you're going to have any questions about starting him, even if Roshan does play. Um, if it ends up as 14 points, I think you're happy. Uh, but let's see what Roshan has too. I don't think Roshan starts just yet, but the Chargers defense is really bad. I think they could actually, if the Bears play well enough, could actually support two running backs. And Cole Komet is officially not in lineups. Please do not put him there. Uh, two good weeks in a row and a couple decent in the beginning and nothing ever since. And I don't know if Badgent's going to be a tight end person, but Fields was there one of the weeks too. So can't really say much here. Um, although I will say he does like Mooney, uh, Mooney did seem to see a little uptick in targets. Um, it wasn't great, but he did catch all of his targets. So just something to keep an eye on. You're not starting Mooney. Uh, we got to see a actual quarterback on this team first. So I'm going to say this right now, and I'm not, not going to say it ever again. I trust Badgett more than I trust Justin Fields. The offense looked more fun. I think they just need to question like, did we, I mean, we, they didn't fuck up cause they got the first round pick next year, but yeah. like, did we fuck up not trading fields? They still have the option to do that, but yeah. they got two early first round picks, uh, more than likely, and a first round quarterback. So, I mean, they could trade them for a second rounder at the very least and just stockpile this and go do whatever they want. Imagine the just made the offense look like what we thought the offense was going to look like, that's, and that's not good. <laughs> it's bad because Justin Fields made DJ Moore look good, but he made nothing else look good. Yeah. Decision making's not there. It's 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 really sad to see because like I, I I'm rooting for the guy, but once again it goes isn't isn't it Ohio State that just the quarterbacks yeah. never pan out? Not not well. C.J. Stroud might be breaking that. But oh, no, that's fair. Really. That is fair. We did actually have that conversation. Yeah. Oh, yes. very weird. All right, let's get on to Monday Night Football, and then we'll get to some of the questions from the chat. Raiders versus Lions. This is just a rough spot because I the Raiders are just rough. Um, I think it's going to be Aiden O'Connell. I think they had to have seen enough from Brian Hoyer. That looked horrible. Um, and I'm hoping it means Aiden O'Connell is going to be in the game. He actually looked pretty good in his short stint in. If it's Aiden O'Connell starting, this is going to be the preface, the asterisks on this. If it's Aiden O'Connell starting, 
yes, you're starting Devontae, you're starting Jacoby, you're starting Josh Jacobs. And I even kind of would maybe even think about one of the uh, tight ends. But if it's John, if it's Brian Hoyer, don't want any of these people in your lineup. You're not going to want your, your Monday miracle is not coming from this team. If it's Brian Hoyer starting, it's not happening. Yeah. You know, sadly, this is going to be like one of the only football games I get to watch. Cause I have a busy weekend going to be filming a wedding to I mean, don't even get me started. Uh, I'm excited to be able to see Detroit play though. And I'm glad that you gave me Detroit. Um, Jameer Gibbs mm-hmm. finally got to do his thing. Uh, 26 points. At least in our league, uh, I, I believe we have some different scoring, so I, do, I don't want to. I don't want to go too hard on that. Uh, nine catches—that's that's the thing right here. Uh, he also had six point two yards per carry. That's another thing. So Jameer Gibbs—I don't—I don't know. After the loss, though, are they going to? I mean, it's Las Vegas. They're not—they're—they're not, they're not scared of this team. But they went in. They lost to the Ravens. That was their one of their first real challenges since the Chiefs Week One. Uh, they kind of been riding on a high ever since, and just winning pretty much games left and right. Are they going to try to rush David Montgomery back? I assume not, but there is a chance that Montgomery could come they back might, this game. They might try it. He's had, you know, with the extra day, I think he might. they might try to get him back. Yeah, there's a chance. And then they got the bye at, at, right after next week. So it's like they could do it. Um, they could keep him on a snap count. But either, either way, Gibbs is in your lineup. I don't want to say anything against that. Uh, Gibbs is going to be the pass-catching uh, back and the probably lead back here. I don't think they really felt great about what Craig Reynolds brought them. Uh, didn't really get anything whatsoever. Uh, you know, so three carries, a, a catch here and there. Well, uh, it was more like interesting that they actually trusted Jameer Gibbs with the workload. That was yeah. our the thing we didn't know was going to happen. And I'm wondering in the future when they're playing good opponents, if Gibbs, because let's just say Montgomery's fully healthy, Montgomery's still getting 15 carries at least every game. You're not going to ever see less probably. Uh, but let's just say they're playing a tough opponent. Uh, Montgomery's getting stuffed. I don't think Gibbs is going to take over the workload, but I think Gibbs is just going to be in those. Those They're going to try to get him more involved. He's going to get those passes and everything. All right. Anyway, I digress. Running backs, Gibbs and Montgomery, good to go for the years, for the weeks to come. Uh, into the um, you know tight end. One time we can actually talk about a tight end. Sam Laporta has just been getting uh, fed the ball. Uh, obviously, the Tampa Bay game, uh, not a lot of catches per the targets six for seven this week for 50 yards uh, or last week, I should say. And then Las Vegas, he should be getting fed as well. Uh, sure. They're like middle of the pack against tight ends, but whatever. Amon Ross St. Brown, you don't have to worry. It's a set and forget. He always will be. Um, the man just gets 19 fed. Nine targets. Yeah. He was just about to get there. 19 targets. Haven't seen that number in a while. Uh, and it's Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I will say they were trying to fit the ball into Jameson Williams hard last week. And I think this is going to be part of their game plan in the future. Six targets should have caught at least one of them. Um, there was a couple drops definitely just on Jameson's part, a couple bad throws, a couple bad plays, just desperation at the end of it all. Um, I'm not saying he's worth a start yet, but he still needs to be rostered. Please don't drop him that it would be a silly move. Um, uh, because if this, if this six targets continues, one of those is a touchdown every time, uh, if he can get rid of the yips, um, and then another one's a, you know, 10 yard catch. So two, two catches for 53 yards in the touchdown. I'm taking that every day. Yeah. So by the way, lions trade for Deandre Hopkins should have signed him anyway. Yeah. I don't know what happened there, but yeah, Hopkins is apparently on the block. So why wouldn't you, uh, Marvin Jones did step away from football for personal reasons. Um, so this really just bolst. I'm not that he was doing much in the, in the first place, but you know, just gotta say, love, love me some Marvin Jones in the past. Uh, I was kind of hoping for a weird reunion. I think I called that in the off season, but uh, Raymond and Josh Reynolds, 
um, are really not usable in a, in a startable format right now, especially with Jameer or sorry, uh, Jameson Williams getting the targets that he's getting deep balls and whatnot. So for sure. Lions win. Can you imagine Monra Hopkins, Laporta, Jameson Williams? That would be <laughs> nasty, nasty offense. But no, this team should go get Chase Young and Hopkins right now. But I bet I bet Tennessee's like, we want a first for Hopkins. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You just signed him. You don't even want him anymore. And you all are giving things away to Philadelphia as it is. So who cares? Anyway, Lions win. All right, we have two questions left. Patty on YouTube says, PPR, get rid of Jones for Gibbs. I'm two and five and desperate in need of a win. Assume assume that means Aaron Jones, and I would do that, yeah. 100% if that person would take it. If Yeah, if the person will take it, if that's offered. All right, then Matt C says, sorry, guys, one more trade offer. I'm scared Derrick Henry is going to the Bills. Trying to offload Cook, James Cook, plus Marquise Brown for C.D. Lamb. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I'm sorry. James Cook was not the guy. Latavius Murray is taking snaps <clears throat> away from him. It shouldn't be the case. No offense to Latavius Murray. I always liked him. Yeah, if you if you could get that, I would probably do it. Um, and you might be able to do it, especially I think James, after this week, because I think Marquise Brown's going to get fed this week. Yeah, and more than likely, Derrick Henry is not getting traded this week. It'd probably be after the week, and you'd probably know because they probably would heavy, uh, heavily feature Taiji Spears. For sure. All right, Josh, we did it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, go trade for Taiji Spears right now, by the way, because if yeah, Henry does get traded. Definitely time to get those offers out. Yeah, I've done this. I've done this a couple times with where I'm just guessing. Even if it doesn't work out, you still got a pretty decent running back. So Dynasty. I mean, you've got a stud there, you know, for years. Well, hopefully, hopefully the knees hold up. But the ACLs are a problem, but whatever. Uh, no cartilage in the knee, just a little, little big deal. But I, I feel like two, three years, man. It's just gonna be like a Todd Gurley thing. If he can put Todd Gurley's numbers up for three, four years, I'm cool with that. Yeah, no kidding. Right? Like, okay. But anyway, uh, football, man. I'm excited. I'm gonna miss uh, next week's pod. So if anyone's out there looking for me, uh, just imagine I'm saying "fuck the Cowboys" and "go Birds." But uh, that's about all I got. You got anything else? You I'll, hold, I'll hold it down for you. Fly Eagles, fly. Yeah. Anything else you got here? So let's get out of here.